Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the word. Amen. Thank you for being in the household of the Lord once again on another Wednesday night. We pray that this will be a time of refreshing in the Lord, a time of blessing in the Lord. And uh, we thank you for being here in the house uh, tonight. But before we go on, uh, I want to make these announcements. Next Wednesday night, uh, we're going to be at Mount Carmel in Winniewood, as we are uh, been asked to be a part of the last seven words there. Uh, we did it last year at uh, Gilfield Davis and this year it's going to be at Mount Carmel and I would be speaking this next coming Wednesday night so get the word out and let the people know and also I uh, want to ask those who are able to be a part of uh, Good Friday service at Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church there in Ardmore, Oklahoma well, they're also going to be doing the last seven words, and there's going to be six speakers. Uh, uh, one's going to deal with uh, two. Uh, we're going to have Reverend S.S. Fields going to be there talking about forgiveness. Uh, Reverend Everest Johnson going to talk about salvation. And Reverend Kirk Rushing, our moderator, is going to talk about affliction. Uh, Elder Lee Wright is going to be talking about anguish, and I'm going to be dealing with the subject of suffering. And then former moderator Willie J. Tiller is going to be dealing with the message entitled, It is Finished. Last seven words from the cross as we are celebrating um, our coming up Easter. Amen. Easter service. I want you to get in the mindset of inviting uh, folk out. I know this uh, Sunday is Share the Love Sunday, uh, but the Sunday after that is Easter. And we want to encourage our members to uh, invite people to come to be in the household of the Lord and these uh, next uh, two uh, uh, weeks. Amen? Amen. So get the word out. Uh, next Wednesday night, we're going to be at Mount Carmel. Amen? Amen. Well, tonight we're always casting the vision before the people of God as we have this uh, uh, rendering of what we believe uh, is going to be the building that uh, we're going to build. And we always put it up before you and want to remind you of the vision that God has given us. 
uh, on a parking lot. We have this somewhat drawn out. And remember right here that yellow line on the parking lot is the entryway to the sanctuary. And if you want to visit the future sanctuary in this place. Amen. So we want to always cast this vision before the people of God. Um, we've already talked about our vision for this year as we're planning on getting it right in the household of the Lord. Um, and one of the ways we do that is Matthew eighteen fifteen to 18. And it, it gives us uh, the example of how to deal with conflict resolution. And we need that in the house of the Lord. If your brother or sister sins against you, go point their faults out just between the two of you. And if they listen, you have won them over. And this is the best way to be to deal with conflict in the household of the Lord is, first of all, just talk it out between one another. That can't be resolved. Verse 16 says, take somebody else to resolve the issue. And then if that doesn't resolve it, uh, tell it to the church. And then after that, uh, the Bible says, truly what you have bound on earth will be bound in heaven. And what you have loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven. And that has to do with relationships and God sees our relationship with one another as being very important. Amen? Amen. And and uh, we're continuing this year uh, as we're talking about getting it right. Uh, this month we've been talking about getting it right in money. Getting it right in money. We've been standing on Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 in the NASB which says bring the whole tide to the storehouse so that, I, that there may be food in my house and test me now in this says the Lord of hosts if I will not or if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out uh, for you blessings until it overflows uh, the NIV says open the floodgates of heaven I like that rendering a little better amen <laughs> But if we, we want to be blessed, we got to get it right in our money. And that's why we subtitled this series, uh, How to Be Blessed and Highly Favored. How to Be Blessed and Highly Favored. And if you're going to be blessed and highly favored, you got to get things right uh, in your money. Amen? Amen. Tonight we're going to be sharing a subject entitled, The Righteousness of Giving. The Righteousness of giving. And uh, we're going to be looking at Proverbs 21 uh, verses 25 through 26, really focusing on the end of 26. This is in the NASB. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. The righteous give and does not hold back. The righteous give and does not hold back. Tonight again we're sharing a message entitled The Righteousness of Giving. The Righteousness of Giving. And we're going to talk about uh, the righteous of giving. We're going to talk about the rendering of giving. And we're going to talk about the giving uh, uh the reigning of uh of giving uh 
the righteousness of giving, the rendering of giving, and the reigning of giving. We want Christians to know tonight that Christians who are righteous gives to God. Christians who are righteous gives to God. As we've been talking about finances all this month, it it can be a subject that can really be touchy, touchy, uh, particularly to those folk that don't give. (laughs) To those folk who don't give, it it, it doesn't make them feel comfortable in in the household of the Lord when the preacher talks about giving. But yet, uh, these are some of the same folk that if they see the TV preacher, they'll give the tithe from the church to the preacher on TV. Hello, somebody. And really, it, 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 it makes it very interesting for the preacher to talk about money, particularly because you have so many folk who talk about money and they're not talking the right way about money and uh, I, I saw a little video that that really kind of was funny to me I don't know if it's going to be funny to you but it's entitled uh, it talks about what what the preacher really wants to say when he's talking about giving and Thank <laughs> you. 
Talk about giving. Uh, really, you know, you don't have to, uh, to fuss about it, especially to the saints, the righteous. You know, the righteous will give. Uh, people who are not righteous just simply will not give. So if, if we really want to raise uh, an offering, we really have to raise righteousness. Raise righteousness. For the text tells us tonight um, on the point, the righteousness or the righteous of giving. It says that while the righteous gives and do not hold back. The righteous folk will, will simply give. They don't, 
They don't need to be a part of a giving line that's saying that I'm giving a, this sort of amount of money or a part of a line that says that, uh, that, that, that I'm a tither and, or a line that says that I'm a thousand dollar giver. Folk who, righteous, who are righteous and, and love the Lord, they're going to give. And, and that's simply it. Uh, we don't have to, as preachers, have to have to have to get upset and get mad and <laughs> and tell folk off about their giving because again, the righteous will give, and the righteous folk will be able to give because they are blessed because they give and God blesses them and they give and God blesses them and and they already has a a, a seed to sow because God has has blessed them with a seed to sow and they do sow their seeds. Uh, So the righteous will give. Uh, Psalms uh, uh, 37, uh, 21 says, the wicked borrow and do not repay but the righteous gives generously, gives generously. And we, we talked about generous giving on Sunday about how the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And, uh, and the more you give, the happier you become. Uh, people who, who give to the Lord love to give to the Lord and it's happiness, a time of praise. We, we showed the picture of Brother Franklin as he was uh, up and dancing for joy in this time of giving. It wasn't the, the praise time. It, it, it wasn't oh, when the praise leaders had to, had to stoke us to, to, to praise the Lord and tell us to hold up our hands to praise the Lord and wave to praise the Lord and we try to uh, stoke people into praising the Lord. This was uh, during the time of offering. The Lord loves a cheerful giver and that, that church there in Houston uh, uh, was a good example of of, uh, of joyfulness and giving. When you love the Lord our God, uh, oh, you will give it and, and you will give generously. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, yeah. give yeah. generously. Give generously. Uh, and I want to challenge you, people of God, to, 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 to work on that giving muscle. Uh, when I go to the gym, I, I have to work on certain muscles, and uh, uh, there's a, a giving muscle that we that that we've got to work on, and 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 sometimes God has to remind us, uh, oh, about our giving. Uh, we want our boss to give us a raise uh, every year. Uh, it's something that's called about the cost of living raise, and 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 we, we and we love to get that cost of living raise, and. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe, just maybe you, you can consider a cost of living raise to the Lord. Hello, somebody. Uh, I know during this series, I, I felt like, and I began to feel like I, I need to give more, uh, just to give more because it's, it, it's in the word. When you give more, you're more blessed. Now I'm blessed now, but I'd like to be even more blessed. And when you give more, you're blessed more. Suddenly we talked about it corresponds. If you sow sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. And if you sow generously, 
You'll reap generously. And we all hear every time we, we use that, that, that concept of being blessed and highly favored. We, we all here want to be blessed and highly favored. That, 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 that's not something that we need to pray about. We don't have to go home and pray about being blessed and highly favored. Oh, we, we, we don't have to pray about something like that. That's just something that we naturally want. And the Bible tells us, that has been telling us, all month long that if you want to be blessed and highly favored, you have to give. Hello, somebody. And righteous people will give. And that's what I began to, to notice as I was preparing this series. Righteous people do give. You know, you, you can't show me anywhere in the Bible where a righteous man didn't give. Hello, somebody. And then there are some who gave sacrificially for certain times when they were uh, about to build a temple. Uh, uh, they would give sacrificially. It was over and above their regular giving. And, uh, and we're about to go into a building uh, program, a plan. And, and, and if that's going to get done, we've got to learn to give generously towards the building of the building. Hello somebody. And the righteous folk are already giving towards that. Oh the righteous folk whatever God requires will give. Some of you may have uh, seen this Bible series that's uh, on the history channel and uh, it showed an example of what happened when God asked uh, Abraham to sacrifice his one and only son and we know who studied the life of Abraham know that that, that boy, that precious boy was precious to him because uh, I believe he was 75 when God had promised him a child but didn't get to, uh, uh, that child wasn't born until about 25 years later and it was 25 years of waiting, 25 years of wondering, 25 years of standing on the word of God and God told him that he would make him a great nation, 25 years and and. Sarah had been passed uh, that, that back 25 years ago uh, was never was never able to have a baby in her younger years uh, and, and then uh, you're talking about you're going to give her a child in her old age uh, and she would be 90 about 90 years old before she would uh, give birth to Isaac and then God asked for a sacrifice hello somebody and 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 Abraham had so much faith in God. Abraham was counted as righteous in that in that in that text in Hebrews chapter chapter eleven, the Hall of Fame of Faith. He was counted as righteous because he had faith in God and what God had required of him. Oh, he would give, and on that occasion, it wasn't ten percent of his only son. On that occasion, God required. It all, his, his whole son, 25 years of waiting, and now his son, oh, and God said, give me an offering. And he, and he said, bring me your one and only son. And, and But righteous folk will give naturally, and they'll give sacrificially. And, and, and Abraham was, was willing to give sacrificially of his own 
only some, the righteous will give, and at times they'll give everything. They'll give it all. Hello, somebody. And and we're entering into a period of time where we we want to advance oh the kingdom of God for such a time as this. And I believe God is requiring some some righteous folk to exercise their giving muscles to give to the building of this new building that we may be able to accomplish this in our day and time. Oh, some of you know I come from a church in Dallas called Concord Church. And Concord Church has built a new building. And and, and, and the pastor there, my pastor there, Pastor Carter said that they were able to do this and build this building oh, in a time of recession. Oh, and, 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 and that caught me. That caught my imagination, my attention. And, and, and I thought to myself, oh, I'm not pastoring oh, what would be called a mega church oh, in Dallas, but I do serve a mega God right here in Powell's Valley. And that same God that moved there in Dallas can be the same God that moves here in Powell's Valley. And I believe by faith that this is what God is calling us to do. But I have to call on the righteous to continue to give an offering because the righteous will give an offering. An unrighteous man won't give you nothing. An unrighteous man, you've got to argue, fuss, and fight like the video we first saw to get a dollar out of his pocket. But a righteous person can understand the times and know what time it is and be willing to raise their giving for such a time as this because the righteous will give. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, the righteous will give. And that's what it says in this text. While the righteous gives and does not hold back. Psalms 37, oh 21 says again that the wicked borrow and do not repay but 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 the righteous gives generously hello somebody is there any righteous people in the house and are you willing to give to God's program are you willing to raise your level of giving are you willing oh to show oh the Lord what you really believe that it's about time for God to do what he's been or what we've been hitting at oh for almost 20 years now God is saying right now that we can walk on into the promise if we're willing to be generous that we can walk on into the promise we don't have to wonder no more oh the people of Israel wondered for 40 years oh for what some theologians say was an 11 day journey hello somebody that they could have went in and had everything that cards 
said that they could have if they would have had enough faith to go and take what God said that they could have. If they would have had enough faith to go and take what their children would eventually do. One of the things that the people were saying and concerned about, about going into the land, they were concerned about their children. Oh, and it's been what happened was that those children grew up and stood up on the word of God and went out and conquered the land. Hello, somebody. Is there anybody here, any righteous person here, ready to go and do what God says to do? And the first thing that we need to do to go and do what God says to do is that we've got to, oh, we don't have to fight like this. We got to fight like this. Hello, somebody. Oh, let me show you again for those that didn't see. We don't have to fight like this. We've got to fight like this and put our hands in our pockets, put our hands in our wallets and begin to do some sacrificial giving, begin to be generous towards the things of the Lord right here at Bethlehem. Hello, somebody. All we have to do is show God that we believe. And when we show God, we believe he's going to show up and show out in Jesus name. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, it's time to get serious about our giving towards building this building. Hello, somebody, the righteous. Hello, somebody will give. And it's time for the righteous to give more. It's time for the righteous to be more generous. It's time for the righteous to do some sacrificial giving. Oh, in Jesus' name, I said it's time for the righteous. Oh, again, the unrighteous won't give nothing. Hello, the unrighteous. Oh, are not blessed. They're like the wicked in the text. Oh, they have to deal with, as the preacher said in the video, payday loans. Hello, somebody. Because they can't make it through the week. They ain't blessed on their money. Hello, somebody. And they have to borrow payday loans. Hello, somebody. And will not repay. But the righteous gives generously. The righteous gives generously. This is another video I'm praying that the Lord will move in your heart that it will enable us to truly give unto the Lord. 
<laughs> Wrong. 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 <laughs> and these are are truly some excuses that, that people give for not giving. Hello, somebody. But they're wrong. And, and unrighteous people find out ways how not to give. Hello, somebody. An unrighteous person find out ways how not to give. But the righteous person finds out ways to give. Ooh, let me say that again. Let me say that again. An unrighteous person, like they pass the plate, they find out ways uh, how not to give. I, I offered a service. Oh, that's about uh, $50. Now, that's my tithe. Hello, somebody. No, 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 no. Unrighteous people find out ways how not to give. But what I'm trying to do and what God is trying to move upon the righteous within this church is to find out ways to give. Hello, somebody. Because the righteous will give uh, generously. Hello, somebody. And a righteous person will actually give. Uh, as we talk about rendering of giving, it says, uh, uh, again, it says, uh, uh, all day long he is craving. That's talking about that unrighteous person. Uh, while the righteous gives hello the righteous actually gives renders giving and they find out ways that they can give and they uh, that last point says and they do not hold back hello somebody uh, and again we're trying to motivate uh, the righteous within this church uh, uh, to, to find out ways uh, that they can give uh, generously and to let you know that uh, your giving uh, will not be in vain. Uh, oh, for the text said at the end of the video that uh, whoever gives sparingly uh, will reap sparingly and, and for those that give generously will, will reap generously. So we're not asking you to make an investment that will not pay off. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, oh, we learned from open the floodgates of heaven, I'll uh, be the first time Sunday message I preach uh, that God not only opens uh, the floodgates of heaven but he also puts uh, a hedge of protection around that he blesses you with. Uh, in other words he gives you insurance. Uh, he'll bless you and he'll give you insurance. So uh, when we're asking you oh, to find out ways that you can be more generous oh, uh, and we're talking to the righteous uh, oh, we're, we're not saying that you won't uh, oh, get paid back uh, in, in the way God will pay you back. Hello, somebody. Oh, so we're asking the righteous uh, within the house. Uh, oh, because the unrighteous, uh, oh, don't want to hear about giving. They don't want to hear about 
money. They don't want to hear about that. Oh, but the righteous will hear the heart and the voice of God and they will determine that this is a new dispensation in the life of this church and it's time for us to give more because, oh, we need to do this to build the building. Hello, somebody. Oh, and the righteous, oh, the righteous will render, they will actually give. Hello, somebody. And the righteous will find out how they can give more. And God is saying and asking you to, to look at your budget. Oh, I, I had an issue with my wife today. I don't mean to tell my business. Oh, but she got something, oh, in the mail. And, oh, I said, now why can I get what I wanted? Oh, and she said this. Oh, that which I got was a budgeted item. Hello, somebody. She planned for this. Hello, somebody. And that's what, if you're going to give more to God, you've got to start to budget it. Hello, somebody. If you want to give God more, again, you've got to budget it because giving something spontaneous may be hard. But when you think about, oh, that which is going on in your finances and you know the time that we're in and you're a righteous person and you can determine the time that we're in and now God is moving in your heart and your mind oh just like the pastor oh thinking that I should give more oh and you're thinking the same way well if you want to give more you got to budget more hello somebody oh let me say that again if you want to give more you got to budget more some of us oh have been good at budgeting 10% but have been bad at budgeting just $30 for the building fund. Hello somebody. You haven't budgeted. You need to budget it. But how about oh you give more. How about you pray. You begin to pray. Oh because the text Sunday says oh that the generous oh will never lack the ability to give. Oh so you begin to pray Lord how can I give more Lord bless me with more so I can give more oh on this building Lord bless me with more so I can give more and you began to pray and again you began to know that that maybe this oh income check checks if you're lucky enough to get something back I shouldn't say lucky oh but if you if the Lord bless you with more hello somebody oh maybe God is saying why don't you put it on what I'm trying to do here at Bethlehem hello somebody if somebody put oh something in your pocket oh that you didn't plan maybe you need to say this is for the building oh building plan hello somebody I can begin and I knew what I began when we first started out I remember that Maury used to go around we had those little cards and he used to just raise people would give him money for the building hello somebody you remember those days I remember those days oh we've got to get back to that and allow God oh to enable 
us to give more. Hello, somebody. For Psalms, oh, 112, 9 says, oh, they have have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. The horn will be lifted high in honor. Hello, somebody. They, they freely gave their gift. Hello, somebody. And again, the giving and righteousness goes together. The righteousness, hello, somebody, will be established forever. We're going to talk about this Sunday. Uh, and don't not come to church because you know what we're going to talk about. We, we're going to talk about memorial gifts giving uh, to give uh, in such a way uh, to be remembered hello somebody uh, let me say it again memorial giving uh, hello somebody hello uh, brother floyd james uh, that's memorial giving uh, hello uh, sister uh, mr and uh, sister clark uh, carey H- hello that's memorial giving all uh, that's memorial giving giving uh, in a such a way uh, oh to be remembered hello somebody and we're going to see the lavish gift that that young lady gave towards Jesus. Hello, somebody. We're talking about generosity. We're talking about giving to God's program. We're talking about giving. Hello, somebody. And, and, and again, the giving has to do with righteousness because an unrighteous person is selfish. Hello, somebody. And they're all about themselves. And they're not about the kingdom of God. Hello, somebody. Somebody may be listening at the sound of my voice. Oh, you may not even be a member of Bethlehem. And God just lays it upon your heart. Like Brother Bill said that one time this man uh, was talking about giving to, to Bethlehem. Hello, somebody. Listen to the voice of God and do what God says and you will be blessed. And it's symbolic of your righteousness. Hello, somebody. And true righteous folk are willing to give it all. Abraham was willing to give his son all. Which was a forbearance of the God that we serve who would be willing to give it all. Talking about Easter and two Sundays from now. Hello, some. What an what a, what a offering. He gave it all. Hello, some. And sometimes, oh, we got to stop nickel and diamond cards and begin to give him all. Oh, everything that he blessed you with is not just for you. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And I'm praying that the Lord would bless me to be able to give more. I, I, I want to be like a J.C. Penney's where I can live off 90% or, or give away 90% and, and, and live off 10%. Hello, somebody. Talking about exercising your giving muscle. Uh, Rick, Rick Warren as well. He, that's what he does. He, he, uh, he doesn't even take a salary from the church because God blessed him with that book, The Purpose Driven uh, 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 Life and The Purpose Driven Church. And that book series that God blessed him so much that he said I no longer need to take a salary from the church because God is providing for me and he and he continues to give more and more and more exercising that giving muscle hello somebody and guess what he started that 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 kind of giving before God made him rich hello somebody Uh, you want to know how to get rich quick Hello, somebody. And this is not a scheme because most of the time you talk about get rich quick schemes. You want to know how to get rich quick. Hello, somebody. Give rich quick. Ooh. 
<laughs> Let me say that again. You want to get rich quick or get to God? Not just anybody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> In his programs. And then God will bless you. Hello, sir. But only righteous folk can truly give generously. They'll render it. Hello, somebody. You know, folks said, I, I surrender all. And they've done more with the little money that they had than what we've done. Hello, somebody. Because they were righteous. God showed up and showed out. We, we're still blessed today because they gave. Hello, somebody. And they didn't nearly uh, have the money that we have today. Hello, somebody. They nearly have the money that we have today. Hello, somebody. I can remember when I was growing up, to me, middle class people were rich. Hello, somebody. And when I was growing up, to eat at McDonald's once a week, to me, I thought you was rich. If you could go eat once a week at McDonald's. Now I can go every day if I want to. Hello, somebody. And I have. That's why I've been having other issues. <laughs> Hello, somebody. <laughs> Maybe you need to sacrifice that fast food money. Thank you, Lord. Hello, somebody. Thank you, Lord. That's another way of giving. Hello, somebody. Sacrifice that fast food money. Hello, somebody. The righteous gives freely. Hello, somebody. They don't look for ways how not to give. They look for ways how to give. Hello, somebody. And that's what God is trying to get us to do as a church, to find ways to give. Not reluctantly on the compulsion, but God loves a cheerful giver. And that was a, a good illustration of reluctant give. Again, the unrighteous find out ways how not to give. And you heard a lot of excuses. But those that love God give. And not only that, at certain times in the life of a church or different ways God wants to move the, the, the righteous give more they give more they, 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 the righteous give the righteous render and for lack of a better term talking about the reigning of giving and uh, this is a term that I, 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 ch I chose from the hip hop generation because they they think they somebody and they go places and they'll make it rain. And, and, and what they call making it rain is they have a, 
handful of money and they just throw it up in the air and make it rain. <laughs> just, just, just throwing it up in the air. Hello, somebody. I don't want to tell you at some of the places they're in when they do it, but they make it rain. Uh, God is trying to get us to make it rain for his program. For it says, the righteous gives. And I really like this second part. And does not hold back. Hello, somebody. You heard as the plate was being passed, folk were holding back. Hello, somebody. Coming up with excuses as to why they didn't give. And some were saying they, they're too poor to give. And to which we've uh, sh- shared this month and talked about that widow's might. It's not that how much you give. It's the sacrifice of your giving. Because that's what Jesus said when he, when he looked at that offering and all them folk uh, gave publicly. And, and, and the widow came and just gave a mite. And, and Jesus talked about how they gave out of their abundance. It, it didn't really cost them nothing. Hello, somebody. But she gave it all. Hello, somebody. Just like Abraham. She, she gave it all for the program of God. And, and because she gave, oh, we talk about her today. Hello, somebody. As an illustration of how to give. It's not how much you give. It's, it's the sacrifice of your gift. Hello, somebody. And, and God is trying to get some of us to really sacrifice. Hello, somebody. Giving ten percent, some of us that don't that don't matter. That's that, that's neither here nor there. And some of us have given that amount so much that it, it doesn't even mean anything anymore. It doesn't mean anything. It's just it's automatic. And, and you're not cheerful when you give, nor angry when you give. You, it's just a a a a a a, a, a just a. Yeah, kind of a ritual. That's a good way to put it. It's just a ritual. And you're into ritual giving. God's trying to get you to think about what you give now. To get you out of your ritual. Hello, somebody. And to get you thinking about the program of God. Hello, somebody. And God is trying to do a new thing here. At Bethlehem. Hello, somebody. This is not just a regular time. This is a different time. A different, you hear me keep saying dispensation. A different time. And it's going to take some different giving. Hello, somebody. It's going to take somebody who, who can, can be willing to find ways oh, to give God more. And I just thought of one up here. As I was preaching to you, uh, the money I used to use uh, eating out, uh, I, I can start using that money, oh, for the building fund to give uh, even more. Hello, somebody. Oh, and God will begin to talk to you and to show you some things, uh, oh, for you to begin to loose yourself from the ritual and begin to be, uh, oh, cheerful about your giving and begin for you to raise your level of giving again for you to work that muscle of giving hello somebody
somebody, oh, they tell you in the gym, if you work out the same way all the time, it's not going to benefit you. Sometimes you got to change up your routine. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's what God is trying to say to some of us in our giving. It's time to change up your routine. It's time to, to raise your level. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. It's time to make it rain up in here, up in here. <laughs> Time to make it rain. Folk would just throw their money, literally throw their money away for nothing. Wow. This is eternal work that we do. Hello, somebody. This is a God thing. This is the the next generation, probably two and three generations. I I began to wonder how many generations worship in this place. Uh, They probably couldn't imagine that all of those, when they built it, that all of those generations would worship here. Hello, somebody. Don't you think that's a good investment? Uh, Oh, to think that your children's children's children could be worshiping over there. Hello, somebody. In the new building. Hello, somebody somebody wow what an investment and not only am I am I giving for for them but then God will bless me right now hello somebody he'll bless me right now to be able to go into the new building but he also will open the floodgates of heaven oh and let it rain on me as I let it rain on him he lets it rain on me hello somebody Hello, somebody. He protects that which he gives me. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this uh, text with us, and we're going to go into our time of prayer. Deuteronomy 15.10 says, Give generously to them, and do not withhold. Uh, do without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you and all of your work and in everything you put your hands to. Hello, somebody. Wow. Wow. You, 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 want, you, you, you want to move to the next level? Hello, somebody. We all want to move to the next level, no matter who, where you are, or where you are in the letter, the chain, whether it's the corporate world or just the, the regular workaday world. Nobody wants to just stay at the same level they started. Hello, somebody. And God says, hey, I'm, give generously and without a begrudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you. We're going to bless me. Hello, somebody. Here I am. Not only bless me, but he's going to do what? Bless my work. Hello, somebody. He's going to bless me. Then he's going to bless my work. And then there's a third thing he's going to do. What, what does it say, the third thing? And everything I put my hands to. Hello, somebody. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He'll bless me. That's my work. And everything I put my hands to. But I have to give generously. Hello, somebody. God is trying to take somebody up in here or somebody listen to my voice to the next level. But you've got to go to your next level of giving. Some of you have been at the same level for the last 25 years. Hello, somebody. 
Help somebody. Now you've been blessed. Okay, and that's good. But I'll use this story and then I'll close this. Uh, talk about the Lion King and the Lion King. Uh, a little baby cub father died and he fell amongst friends that would just like to Makuna Matata around. You know, he's living a, a weary free life, Makuna Matata around. And in a vision, his dad came back and, and told him, you are more than what you have become. Hello, somebody. You're more than what you have become. And that's what God is, is telling somebody in this, in this area of giving. You, you, you are more than what you have become. And the only way you can reach that next level is that or to reach what God has for you is that you've got to be willing to give more. Wow. You have to be willing to give more. And he's saying that, that, that if you trust me in this, that's what he's been saying all, all month. Try me in this. Trust me in this. And see, when I bless you with more. Hello, somebody. You may be a manager now, but trust him in giving, and he may make you the owner. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Not only will he bless you, but he'll bless us as a church as well. And we'll be able to do what God tells us to do. And you'll be blessed yourself. Your work will be blessed. And every place that you put your hands will be blessed. Hello, somebody. Shall we pray? Father God, we come tonight, Lord, just wanting to thank you and to praise your holy name, Father. And we thank you, Father God, that you are working and moving in the life of this church called Bethlehem in the year of 2013, Father. A church, Lord, that has been in existence for about 110 years or so, Father. That's a long time, Father. But Father God, you're trying to morph us into something more, Father. And you're trying to get us to, to be able to reach uh, oh, more people for the gospel uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, you want us, Lord, to build this building. And, uh, and we believe, at least the righteous here believe, hell, uh, Lord, and and Father, we're praying, Lord, that you will uh, enable the righteous, Lord, to find out ways to to give more, to uh, uh, to be an example, and to encourage other folk, uh, oh, to give, Father, and uh, and I thank you, Lord, that uh, you are the God of today, uh, and I thank you, Lord, that you have unlimited resources. Uh, I thank you, Lord, that you can do here in Paul's valley what you can do anywhere else in the world today oh it doesn't matter father 
that they want to put us in a recession. Uh, it doesn't matter, Lord, that they want to put us uh, in a depression, Father. But, uh, Father, we uh, look and turn to you. Uh, and we lift our eyes unto the hills uh, from which cometh our help. Uh, and we know, Father, that our help comes from you. Uh, and because our help comes from you, uh, oh, Father, we know, Lord, uh, that we can give more in Jesus' name. Father, we know more. Oh, Lord, we know, Father, that we can do more, Father. We know, Lord, that that building is already built and you're just waiting on us to catch up with it, Father. In the same way, Lord, that it's been lined out. Oh, Lord, it's more than lined out. It's already been built. But we've got to catch up with you. We've got to catch up with you in our giving, Father. And we pray, Lord, that the righteous in this place will find out ways, more and better ways to give, Father. In Jesus' name, that you give us wisdom to find out more and better ways to give, Father. In Jesus' name, I say, you give us wisdom to find out more and better ways to give, Father. In Jesus' name, that we may be able to accomplish your will at this place and at this time, regardless of what's going on, Father. We can be like Nehemiah. Get on that wall and don't come down until we're finished. Oh, Lord, we know that they tried to distract Nehemiah to come down off that wall. Oh, and they know, oh, Father, that even though he had the blessings of the king, he still had oppositions. Oh, Lord, even though he had all the provisions, Lord, he, he still had opposition. And don't let us as a committee, oh, to get discouraged because there's opposition. Oh, as I study the life of Nehemiah, Father, I know that he left that place with provision to build a wall of the city. But when he got to that place, there was still opposition. Even though you had already provided, there was still opposition. Oh, Lord. Oh, Father, but encourage us, motivate us to move, Father, to get on this wall, to break ground, and to get on the wall, and to don't come down. Oh, even if they summon us to come down, help us not to come down. Help us to take those who are here, those that are left behind. Let us not look at the numbers of the people in the church, but help us to look at, oh, how big our God is within this church. Hello, somebody. Father, we cry out to you. Oh, we believe that you're still the same God yesterday, today, and forever. We believe, oh, Lord, oh, your word says that you can bless in the city and you can bless in the field. And we're praying, Lord, that you would bless us here at Bethlehem, Father, but bless the righteous. Give them finances, oh, to turn over, oh, to this building, Father, bless us, Lord, that we may give more. Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father, not only that, Father, we come today fasting and praying, Father, for our ten most wanted, Father. Fasting and praying 
and believing by faith, Father, that you still have the power, oh, Father, to convict of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Father, your Holy Spirit, oh, has that power to convict those that we are praying for of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Father, and we're fasting and praying for those that are in this box. In Jesus' name, they may not be in the box, but they may be in the box of our hearts. We've been praying for them. We've been crying out to you for them, Father. And they may not even be people that we know, Father, because we know, Lord, that you're building this building not just for us, but for those that are about to come, for those that are about to be saved. Father, your word says that you add to the church and we're praying father that you add to the church here at Bethlehem father in Jesus name we're fasting and praying that you will add father not that the devil will add but that you would add father not a counterfeit revival but a real revival where people fall out oh, with the sins in their lives and they turn around father and start with us right here in this church. Help us, Father, to put you on such a, a high pedestal to know that you are holy, that we start to fall out with our sinful ways. In Jesus' name, your word says that if any man be in Christ, that we are a new creature. Oh, Lord, that all things have passed away. Father, and we're praying, Lord, in Jesus' name. Oh, Father, that we fall out. Oh, with our old self uh, and fall in love uh, with our new self in the spirit uh, that you mold us and make us uh, into the image uh, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ uh, that we may be able to pray this day as we fast and pray oh for our ten most wanted as we fast and pray uh, for our shadow love Sunday Father maybe we need to begin the shadow love in the church uh, first uh, and then allow it uh, oh to go out these doors oh to other people father we pray and we beg and we ask for revival in this place in Jesus name in Jesus name we fast and pray father Jesus said this one comes out only by fasting and praying father and we want the devil's influence upon our church to come out as we fast and pray oh father in Jesus name in Jesus name because you've got quite a bit of work for us to do father and I hear Jesus saying that I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day for the night comes when no man can work father so father help us to work in this time help us to work in this dispensation help us Lord to work and to be about our father's business in this place in Jesus name in Jesus name Father God, we come praying for those that have come tonight with burdens upon their hearts and their minds. Burdens, Lord, for the church. As we are also fasting and praying, Lord, for our youth ministry, Father. 
For we want to get it right, Father, here at Bethlehem. We're fasting and praying. Father, there's some other people that have some other concerns. It may be sickness in their bodies, Father. It may be financial difficulties. It may be a difficult marriage, Father. It may just be asking for wisdom to accomplish what you've called them to accomplish at work, Father, or at church, Father. And, and, and Father, your word says that if we lack wisdom, let us ask of you, Father. Your word says, ask, and it will be given. Seek, and we will find. Knock, and the door will be open to us. And we take this time, Father, as a church to ask to seek and to knock father in Jesus name as we fast and pray Lord take care of every need in this house father in Jesus name all those who are able please hello again this is Pastor Michael Eaton I've been your host for today's program and before we sign off we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God you know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. 
Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts, build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.